I'm unapologetically fly. I don't wonder why, that's just my attitude. Yeah. Okay, hey, that's just my. Uh, 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 come on. Hi guys, welcome to Glitch in the Code here on Iconic.com. We're still surviving, hanging in there on YouTube. BitChute, Odyssey, and a few others, but they're the main ones. I'm here with my good friend Chris. We've been chatting on and off for about God, a year and a half now about this mad, mad world. When we first chatted, it wasn't quite as mad as it is now. Not on the surface anyway, but now it's mental. It's full-blown clown world. Absolutely mental. Chris, how, how are you doing? Good to see you, Rich. Always good to see you, mate. Um, I've said this before. It's guys like you and Gareth that just that have kept me sane whilst I watch my whole world and that of my children being given away by by gullible fools. It's really difficult when you know that the kids are going to have to grow up in this as well. I don't think people realise that this is the start of it, though, do they? You so you come out with this analogy, oh, it's like Nazi Germany. But Nazi Germany didn't start like this in the early 30s. I'm sorry, it didn't end the way it, it, it became. It started like this. It was very slow. This is a buttering up. Do you see that kind of coming? It's in a bit of a lull now in here in the UK. Places like Chile, we spoke to Whitney Webb, guys, if you, you probably know Whitney Webb is. She was talking about how bad it is in Chile. That's where we're heading, and Israel. But they all don't seem to realise that. We're in a bit of a lull at the moment. How are you feeling? Um, oh, I have to say, if you're, if you're enlightened... You've got to really stick with all the stuff that works during this nonsense. You know, you really got to pull out all the stops. You've got to be doing your nutrition, your self-affirmation, every negative into a positive. Yo, we're so bloody fortunate that we haven't grown up with totalitarianism to the extent that it is now. Now we've literally been placed under house arrest. That's it, what it is. People might want to call it, no, house arrest, right? The notion um, of people calling, saying the word quarantine. No, quarantine is like when you're ill yeah. and you're secluded to a, to a place to protect the rest of the population. Quarantine isn't you... You can go out and do what the hell you want, but the whole of the rest of the population have to be locked up, right? It's house arrest, mate. It's not. It's pure and simple. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so all my enlightenment skills, you know, the the, the alkaline diet, the, the positivity, the the, the um, you know, being at one with the this amazing universe, and 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 sort of stamping on your ego or at least getting a control of it. All of that's great, but you're still left with the fact that we're all controlled by idiots like, you know, psych- I-, I call them sociopaths, but they're, let- they're probably more psychopath is the best word for it. Psychopaths like Bill Gates, like the, the you know, I don't want to say too many names, but, we, we, we all know the faces and the absolute insanity when you get a guy like this Fauci or Fauci, I don't know, if it, like, can people not see? Just, just look at the guy. 
No, I'm not before he even's open. Just look, you use your third eye. Can you not see this is a bad guy? He is going to say what he has been told to say by his masters. Um, and that's the bit, Rich, that I, I find hard. Um, because it's all like being spiritual and at one with the universe when it's not punching you in the face. <laughs> You know, when it's not literally almost knocking your front, smashing your front door in to insist that certain things are, are, are done to you and your family, which is the point we're, we're, we're very close to now. Um, and I mean, you know, we flashed this book up a lot in our last chat, didn't we? Let's be honest. In fact, we just chatted about this book. Yeah. Um, it really has got got to that stage what to to put something more positive in the pot because this this um i have to say i get so much from your chats with gareth i wish i had more time to to watch stuff like this maybe i need to make more time maybe that's a a, a fault of mine rich but i do think though that positivity and happiness is part of the antidote to all this nonsense well i think what what works about the podcast and what's happened that me and gaz do is that people tend to say that um it's like sitting down in a pub with your mates and that's what they've tried to take away for us that moment where you can go you can leave the insanity of whatever work people most people really hate their jobs and they can go sit down in the pub at the end of the day and whinge about it get out of the system laugh about the insanity of it and reset themselves so to speak um, people aren't getting that at the moment. And I know you just said to me before we start this, you're starting your own podcast called Clown World about this in the same similar vein because people are desperate to hear, to, to confirm the insanity of it and the stupidity of it. And humour is, is the only way I know to do it because it is funny. It is absurdly funny. And as you say, I think when you hear it, me and Gareth get a lot out of it anyway. Um, but you need to realise that other people do see this as insane. It's not just Twitter and Facebook and the, the, the mainstream media where the insanity is normalised. The actual out there in, in the world when you meet people, there are a lot of millions and billions of people that do see this for the insanity it is. It's just, it's not an acceptable way to behave until you scratch the surface with people, I find. Yes. Can I just say, Rich, can I, I hope you don't mind me interrupting your podcast, but I love shopping at Sports Direct. I get all of my clothes from Sports Direct. I take yeah. my leading life from Sports Direct. So if you're passing a Sports Direct, feel free to pop in, check out the goods on offer. Thank you. Um, yeah, I've been thinking about getting some sponsorship for my podcast, but you know, I don't want to like, I don't want to corrupt my values, Rich. Do you know what I'm saying? So I think Sporty will probably work, I would reckon. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now that this nonsense is, you know, or part of it, so it's never going to be over, but people can get out, could kick a ball around, can't they? And they could, I don't know, like say, pop into um, to Sports Direct to, to get yourself some headbands or some sweatbands. Get some sweatbands. <laughs> Do you remember in the, um, in, I don't know if you're too young, mate, but like late 70s, early 80s, 
people would just go out with sweatbands on even though they were they weren't doing any fucking sport <laughs> absolutely and they get like a rash around their head like an eczema rash it was worth it yeah yeah I'm, I, can, I remember that i was still yeah just about old enough i reckon uh, going back to what you're saying what a great point um what a great point because i've been quite vocal lately on my channel um i mean i'm fairly vocal in the podcast and i am aware mate that sometimes my guests like won't won't you know, when you start talking about the babylonian money mafia that, that control the whole show if you ask me yeah right i could talk about the two companies i pulled them up on the screen there the black rock and the vanguard the two companies that in essence own every other single company on the planet and by that i mean they have a leading they have leading shares in every country on the stock market every single company on the stock market the leading share owners are two companies blackrock and vanguard people want to learn more about that there's a great video called monopoly follow the money but you know it has been suggested to me chris you're talking to your guests and they their eyes are glazing and i'm like i don't care i'm sorry this is the reality of the world we live in is we have to face some facts um you know i'm not obviously i like it when i get a guest like yourself rich and we can just have a bit of a laugh and it it, it doesn't have to all be so serious or i get a military buddy and we just start effing and blinding and it's great i'm not, not i'm not always serious but but the thing is what we have to remember is there is a lot of people out there that need affirmation that what they're thinking is right and that they're not mad tim for your hats and let's be honest there's enough people going to tell them that they are right and that's why i just tell the truth as it is sometimes I'm, I'm i'm well aware it's just going over people's heads but i talk the narrative as it is and then if people don't understand it that's for them to go do you know what i don't really like get what that guy was saying so i guess that's like my problem and and not and not hit do you see what i'm saying yeah i, I totally agree uh, and this is where uh, we come to the whole my kind of ethos is condemnation without investigation as a height of ignorance you're going to plant a few seeds here and there and hopefully they'll go away and look at at least question what they're thinking um i, I think that's the only way to do it it's really difficult because it's such an in-depth thing and i think myself and you we, we've done this for quite a while and we know at such an in-depth level as you say going back to all to the to the roman sun gods the roman empire the babylonian um mesopotamia and we know, we kind of know that and that's a really off deep dark down where this cult goes back to and it is a cult and i'll keep reiterating that this is a cult but it's still people don't even understand that like even the surface level so it's you, i think it's the only way to do it is plant some seeds and hope they go away and and look for themselves because as you say the time's run out for fanning around with this now i think the question is who controls the cult because cult leaders 
don't believe their own shit. They just tell that to their people who, who are gullible enough or, or, or indoctrinated or, or left-brained enough to believe in it. It's a good it? point. It's a very, very good point. It's you a know, question I've, I've asked myself many times. Yeah. I, I, I often think... I think a lot of things. Um, I even asked the question, maybe there's five guys at the top sat around their table planning and controlling all this stuff and they're actually like really good guys and that they've seen that 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 planet needs to change or it's going to destroy itself or humanity is going to destroy itself and this is the only way of of um the only way out of the city right they, i mean i'm just saying I, I i will consider any possibility rich i'm i'm yeah. sort of open-minded right i, I it, it's when you look at the Oh, it all just gets so complicated. I mean, for example, there's this this Atalan, Atian, Atalan Childs, this X Factor winner's just come out and he's done this video that when at first kind of glance, it looks like a massive expose on the Freemasons. I've seen this, yeah. You know, and... Here's the thing. Like, do I think, and I've said this in, in a couple of times on my channel lately, do I think like the Masons down at my local lodge who are doing all this, you know, this this stuff and having their beers on a Friday and thinking that they're a bit, you know, they're in a bit of a clever club. Are they planning a satanic takeover of the world? Well, of course they're fucking not, you know? Seriously, what? Bernard in the butchers is going to take over. Not, it's not going to happen, folks, is it? You know. But, but then, when you see that the amount of symbology and it, it, that comes out of Hollywood, uh, the checkerboard floor and all this this sort of stuff that's just slipped into films and, um, you know, th this kind of thing. And then you've got the celebrities doing all the symbolism. Now, I'd be willing to say, yeah, but it's not Freemasonic symbolism. But the hidden hand is. Oh, yeah. Really Prince, is Prince Harry quite clearly did that in a, in a picture not about a year ago. Quickly he does put that, his hand he does, he does that an awful lot. Right? Yeah. Clearly I, did it on purpose. Clearly stood there, positioned himself in front of the camera, put his hand in there. And that was clear as day. He did that on purpose. Yeah. Why he did that on purpose? I'm not in his head. But that was clear as day. Yeah, I've also seen him getting really pally with, let's just say, a guy I know who 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 I know for a fact is a Mason because it's it's all over the internet, right? It's okay. Um, and it it, but still at that level, let's just call it boys' club, right? I don't think particularly think it's something to aspire to because I think to belong to a gang, you need to be left brain. You know, you, you, it's something that appeals to people who live out of their egos. Also appeals to people that are not strong enough to stand on their own and need support. They yeah. need something and, else and, to and, prop and them And up. who feel that they're missing something in life yeah. and, and this, this, that, and the other. And, and, and you know, to, to that end, it, it, it's a bit sad, but it's okay. I'm not, not, criticizing it but it's why it appeals to so many military people is they they do a whole career in the military 
and then they come out and they miss that yeah that feeling of being belonging to a special gang but when you see in hollywood i mean you've got the beckham family the whole family i mean her him and at least the oldest boy and they're all doing this stuff I even I'm not sure if it's one of the bad things. We've got the, the the eye of Horus tattooed on on the side of their finger. Really? I, I don't I don't quote me on the Beckhams here, folks. I, I don't I'm. Uh, you know. And so much of it is is it the word duplicitous when it's like a dub? It's something hidden inside something else. Yeah, I think so. Yeah. For example, there's one of David, and he's holding up his his old. Um, Man United football boots. His face is blackened to look evil, and he's sticking the red tongue out, which, in in esoteric terms, you'd call the tongue of Carly, right? Okay. Or the, the mocking, the mocking tongue. And at first, you'd look and go, "Yeah, but Chris, he played for the Red Devils. Man United are called the Red Devils, and these um, these football boots actually have a red tongue, right?" And when you know how this agenda plays out, then you know that there's something more to this, right? Unless we're all just absolutely paranoid and we're mental. No, it goes back to, it's it's prevalent everywhere. Everything you look at, it's it's, it's ancient Roman sun god worship. It's a cult that was, it's it's a Babylonian cult that's, that's still there, whether... Some people know it, some people at different levels. And also I think that people know certain levels, like the Freemasons, you get to the 33rd degree and you find out there's more, a little bit like Scientology. They'll keep, they'll keep adding more levels to it, which a cult does. The same with your lockdowns. You'll get out when, another level. you get out when, oh, moving the date, moving the date. This is old play. So you're right, it's Babylonian sun god worship. It's a cult. Absolutely, it's a cult. However deep they are in it, however... I think that's down to the individual to tell me. I wouldn't know, but the symbology is certainly there, prevalent from everything, from everything. Yeah, it's just hard though because I, I, you know, I've spoken to some of these celebrities. I'm not going to say any names, but I I know them, and I say, come on, what's that? And They'll just look at you deadpan going, ah, nothing's got you, you know, you're, you're imagining all it, right? It's like, right, okay. So that's why you're doing this, the, you know, you're doing the evil eye or the eye of Horus or the all-seeing eye, whatever, whatever we're going to, whatever it's called this week. You're doing that in, in, in your videos and your, and your poster and your photo shoots. And then you're out representing the agendas of global organizations that yeah. those of us that are in the know know and not the benevolent, you know, benevolent um, enterprises that they want you to think they are. They're actually out just to rape, rape the world of anything that's good. Yeah. And, and they're out as the front, you know, let's just say they wanted to stick poisons in your children i think this is ringing i'm not going to say the word but i think this is ringing bells with people and this celebrity is the front man for that organization this week 
doing yeah. some high profile advertising campaign and you're like don't tell me you're not satanic because that you your actions you know that well and it's that how much of it is that they they've signed this faustian pact that they've got to do this stuff or how much of it is just that they are such broken egos that they're so desperate for this adulation and once they get a taste of it they're just they're they're imprisoned by it for life because if you said to me and i know the same with you you know if we had to become satanists now rich in front of our children or we'd lose whatever it is our podcast our job our I'll go, all right, <laughs> fucking take it from me. Like, I literally don't, it's, it's, it's not, I like it, you know, I've obviously created a life that I enjoy, but if you're telling me I've got to go to the dark side, fucking have it, have it. Yeah. I'll yeah. be homeless living under a bloody bus shelter. I'll still be smiling because I'm be- better than all of you put together, you know? Well, this is and- why they create, they come, a lot of these people, Chris, come from, like places, what's the um, the drama school in London that's very occult? Can't remember. Lady's name, always forget it. They, 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 and Russell Brown went there. A lot of the people in EastEnders went there. Daniel Esbrook went there, and it's a blatantly an occult place. So they, they pick, they find these kids that are desperate for validation, usually abused kids. So someone like these pop stars that go there, they're desperate to be famous. So therefore, they're exploitable because they need that. Hey, that's their drug of choice. It's not the Juilliard, is it? No, it's uh, what's her name? Someone in the comments will definitely put it below. Um, oh, I was just looking at my other screen here to see if it's no, it's, it's, yeah, it's of course, famous it's, one. It's, it's such a clever system. You get a load of broken people, yeah, you know, who've been damaged from childhood, you're giving them a taste of fame. They're so bloody good at what, what they do, whether it's playing the violin or dancing or playing football, because they're so desperate to be acknowledged because they never had it from their satanic parents or their idiot parents or just the parents that didn't love them enough. So they will, you know, they will practice that penalty for 12 hours a day. Yeah. You know, with this obsession that one day people will love me, they will love me. And then, then they get that taste, then they get knocked down and they get knocked back again, knocked back into the, the sh- you know, the herd. Uh, and then the, the sh- show business or whoever the, the entity might be come back and go, look, we're going to give you another, another try, but you've got to sign here. You've got to sign a pact. You've got to sign your soul away to the devil. You know, they don't say it in terms probably as openly as that, but it will be a lucrative contract on the table. It will be this. And before they know it, they're all, it it's, they call it signing the name in blood, don't they? And then they're back up there. They, they're back in that. But it's so, it, yeah, so it, it's like a glass ceiling, isn't it? It's a, it is. And once they're in, you find that there's a kind of point in their career. They'll have an early career. Four or five years doing quite well, and then I have a point where I've a, a, something happens, their contract ends, a band splits up, or the football player starts to get, and they're kind of like it happens to Michael Jackson at the end of the Jacksons, and, and you remember there's a point in the early '80s where he kind of he went in from being 
a Jackson and then they kind of lulled. And then he was a superstar after the thriller. Thriller is a good album, but it's not like, I mean, it's, it was clearly something that happened. And, and a lot of people don't know. And I use Michael Jackson as an example because he's the biggest, most famous person that we would have known to go through. It was quite clearly a satanic ritual. And um, there's a point where he was, he did Motown 25 and he came back and there was, and it was Fred Astaire and he was just a guy that was in with Alistair Crowley's and that guy. He was a, I can't remember his name now. He came around and saw Michael Jackson after Motown 25. And um, he was Michael Jackson, a big fan of this guy. So it wasn't Fred Astaire. He was, he was an occultist, an openly an occultist as well. And um, from there, Michael Jackson's career skyrocketed. And you saw at the end of the 80s where he obviously decided, I'm not going along with some of this stuff. And they tried to bury him again. So there's, there's this whole point where there's a bit in their career or a bit in their life where they lose it, what they had. They want it back and they want more. And that's, yeah. the, that's, well, that's, mate, that's and, a dragon. Also, isn't it alarming the amount of, um, let's say, very close relatives that die yep. before they get this second shot at fame? Absolutely. I mean, yeah. I can, I can name, I, I'm not going to name names because I just don't, I don't believe in implicating people when I, I haven't got solid evidence, which I'm never going to get. But the number of kids that drown in the swimming pool or fall out of a window. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the, the brother that, that it, it's, it's alarming. Well, it's, I don't know if it's alarming, but it's it it's alarming the lengths people will go to to keep that fame. Oh, absolutely, because they've had a taste got, of it. Yeah, yeah, and just another little add-in that, that these things don't go unnoticed with me, Rich. Stephen King, struggling author, used to write his books in his uh, with his feet up on top of his tumble dryer. Right, yeah. so he wrote his books in the laundry because he was a skint teacher. <laughs> Writes a satanic book called Carrie. Gets a three hundred thousand dollar advance. Three hundred. Yeah. That right? I can tell you as an author, that's. I know this is we're talking back in the old days. Things were different. There were fewer authors. They did get big. Like I get that, but then you get J.K. Rowling. Right, writes a satanic book. Okay, it's Harry Potter. It's for kids. Yeah, we 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 get it, guys. But it's essentially esoteric yeah. witchcraft. What all all this? What all these guys do to maintain their position? Or that's what they believe maintains their positions. And um, what happens? She becomes an international household name, the biggest selling author of all time. Absolutely, they put it in um, their work. It has to go in their work. Michael Jackson thriller. What do you think what Thriller was? The yeah, song. that was all. That was the one about the looked like a horror movie, didn't it? All yeah, blood everywhere. Yeah, yeah. And right at the very end, he had the eyes, and and he was a, a devout Jehovah's Witness before that. Um, his mom is heavily Jehovah's Witness, and I think there was a lot of there's a lot of crossover from from the Watchtower to Scientology as well. You're totally right. There's always the satanic element that comes in a deep. Look at Lady Gaga and all of these. As soon as they start to put that darkness in their music or their films or their writing, I mean, it look at it that was Stephen King. Rich, can I tell you something really weird? Of course, you can <laughs> right. 
I watched a Stephen King film the other night, right? Um, I let's just say uh, <clears throat> got got it for free as 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 you do if you watch lot, lots and lots of films. Yeah. Um, and I'm sat there watching it with my girlfriend, and we got a third. We we got to the bit in the horror movie. It was it was Pet Cemetery. Okay. Right? Yeah. So it comes from Stephen's book. And when it got to the bit where the kids were all in, but something physically changed in me. I felt, I felt my usual vibrant energy just being sucked out of me in a nasty, horrible way that I didn't need in my life. I didn't need that negativity in my life. You know? Um, and so all of this stuff, it serves a purpose, doesn't it? It serves it sucks your energy that's what it does it sucks the goodness out of life and then these fucking idiots get it well but at least they, they 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 believe they do um i can't believe people um, and when and a lot i've been pre-phrasing if that's the word my my videos with with i don't believe guys that my local free masonic lodge is out to take over the world please like yeah. I, I, you know i mean i i get I, i'll be honest they've been very polite i've had a lot of freemasons contact me and comment and none of them have been as rude as generally people are when they when they leave a comment or they contact yeah. you you know yeah world has just become mental mate people just think that they can talk to people like that it's insane right yeah just insane um but i'll give them you know full credit to them they they've just been criticized i've been involved in it for x amount of years have to be honest mate never seen it any of and, and i'm like yeah dude i i get it this is why i'm saying this is video is not aimed at you this is aimed at the this and the hidden hand right ancient masonic symbol the hidden hand of masonry goes back. You can see people doing it throughout, through, throughout the years. So this is what I'm questioning. You know, I, I used to be really up on it, Rich. What, for example, when there's um, fashion shows now in Milan or Paris, there's one the other day, it was all Masonic themed. It was all the Masonic Lodge with the pillar, with the sun and, 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 and the moon and, you know, the checkerboard floor as above, so below, all, all this sort of stuff. And, and then you've got, say, Jay-Z, who's made no secret of the fact he's a free, Freemason. I think there's even photos of him online of him in his lodge with his eight, apron on. Yeah. And what happened after he came out as a Freemason? He headlined Glastonbury the next mm. year, right? I think I was there. And if you anyone goes to Glastonbury, I thought it was this hippie spiritual, you know, what a great place. No, it's 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 a disgusting pigsty. It is the the ultimate in human depravity is to go to Glastonbury. There is lit. Everyone has their drink and they just drop it on the floor. All it's, right absolutely and this is a farm for crying out loud yeah. people put their tent and at the end of the weekend they just step up walk to their car leave everything all the trash trash all the rubbish you know 
everything. T- I mean, some people take their gear with them. Of course they do not. But, but what, when I was there, I'm walking around Glastonbury going, why are these pyramids day? I mean, a bit of a clue there, pyramids day. Why yeah. have they got horns stuck on the outside? Over the they've got horns. Um, it's so blatant. What, it's so every. It's, it's how, just everywhere. How can you not see that Jay Z's got up there because he's he's a he's a, a Freemason, and that what's the face? Um, uh, oh, it'll come to me. But her music is just it's one big esoteric projection um everything's egyptian eye and checkerboard floor and and so when you know this then you you've heard about the sabbatean frankist cult yeah then you hear of illuminati then you hear of just luciferians and satanists then then it's it how does it all tie in rich and is there anyone that's just fucking normal <laughs> well this is the point isn't it it's so prevalent and, and that's the way it's kind of hidden in plain sight because it can be hidden in plain sight if it's everywhere and it's you've grown up around it so this symbology is everywhere and you grow up around this symbology it doesn't look hidden but that's how you hide things by putting them in with everything else that seems normal Anyway, so it has been normalised, this chequered floors, these Iosaurus, these Solomon's Temple stuff. I mean, how can you not go to the Freemasons and realise that there's Solomon's Temple in the logo everywhere? Of course, bloody is. But it's everywhere. So then you go, well, well, they just do this and just do that. And some people will be. But because it's it's a coded language, so it matters where it is, when it is, who's looking at it, Who's put it there? But it is absolutely, as you say, prevalent everywhere. And I keep saying that it's a Babylonian sun god worshiping Satanist cult that rules the world at that moment. But it won't go. And there's something that happened. And I think it was when Harvey Weinstein and all that stuff started. And something happened and it got worse with the Epstein thing and, and tying in the royal family. And something scared them, spooked them into speeding this up to do what they did in the last 14 months. Something frightened the life out of them because they sped everything up too quick. Although I think this is a beta test for what they're going to do in 2030. Something scared the cult. And that's what intrigues me more than anything. Something freaked them out. And, and, and it was bubbling to the surface, this, this prevalent all over the world, child trafficking Satanist pedophile network, which is the one thing that will bring this thing down that people won't stand for. But it's so blatant that people are still looking the other way. How many times do you have to implicate the British royals with these people for people to go, oh, hang on a minute, Prince Philip dies. And go, oh, he was all trying to treat him like he wasn't a... He come out and told you that if he, when he's dead, he wants to come back as a virus to kill you all. And you won't listen to it. You will not accept that your abuser is an abuser. Yeah, I was in the middle of a podcast and I was... I have my other internet screen up just so I can, if the guests are something interesting, I can get yeah. it up on the screen, right? And we can talk a bit more about it. And so I'm looking for something in a in an article that my guest has just mentioned. And it says, Prince Philip is dead, 
<laughs> so in the, I'm in the middle of a podcast and I, then I'm having to negotiate the fact that he was like the commandant general of the general of the Royal Marines. You know, he's the, yeah. the figurehead as it were. Um, and if that's all you know in life, if all you, you only look at mainstream media, you're going to think the guy's a, a goddamn hero, especially as he's got a war, you know, Second World War record. But then how do you, you know, how do you account or how do you negotiate the fact that he was found guilty in an in a international court of child murder and child kidnap? Was he? I didn't know that. Yes. Really? Oh, God, yes. I had no idea. Um, let me just, just, just so I don't get this wrong, because every time you get something wrong on the internet, you're then subjected to, <laughs> I, I don't want to waste people's time. It's like, you don't need to, you, but, but yeah. I, 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 well, I while you're looking, it, but... I mean, we'll go through some of the other things. He was clearly at a um, leading Nazis funeral, uh, SS soldiers funeral, clearly there in the picture. You see pictures of or video evidence of the Queen and the Queen Mother practicing the Nazi salute. We know that that this cult funds both sides of all major world wars. We know that it's not. This isn't even hidden stuff, not anymore. And um, for people, the problem we have is that people don't want to accept it, and that's the cognitive block. It's almost like there's a lump in their throat, and they don't want to get rid of it because it's comforting for them but they're coming to some, the real reality and the real truth that people need to accept right now is that you are taking an experimental gene therapy whacked together by a cult. And it's the same cult that were behind the Nazis, the same cult that were behind the Roman empire, the same cult that was behind all the black nobility bloodlines. And you're going to, and, and the more we keep repeating this, we need to make that common knowledge that there is a cult and these are their, their ways. And I think that's the work we do anyway. I hope I filled the gap there so you could Google it. <laughs> yeah, so I don't know. This is the this is why I say I don't put my chips on any square. Like I'm not saying the Queen or Prince Philip have have kidnapped children. I'm not saying that at all. What I'm saying is this information is out there. And therefore, it then becomes hard to take a stance on whether you back somebody or not. Because for me, some, it's not really a case of there's no smoke without fire. It's just that if you're like, yeah, Prince Philip, what an awesome geezer. Head of the Marines, great. I know then that there's thousands upon thousands of people in society. They're looking at me going, Chris, don't you know? Don't you know all the other stuff? Yeah all the stuff linked to Mountbatten and all this. And I'm, and it's like, yeah, I, I absolutely do know. Which is why I, which is why I sort of, I'm, 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 I'm sitting on the fence, not from a position of cowardice, but from a position of the, the thing was the queen and, and Philip were allegedly found guilty in the international common law court of justice. And Sean Outwood's done shows on this. He's had guests on. Um, there's videos you can find, right? Now, it's also when Snopes come out and debunk something, it's like, to me, that's 
just the biggest red flag that yeah it's actually true yeah it doesn't mean anything you know, it's, it's like when wikipedia go oh yeah, yeah just this is like a big conspiracy it's uh, oh like who oh oh but um yeah they were found found guilty in an international court of the disappearance of 10 native children from a catholic run residential school in british columbia and i'm just going to paraphrase and again friends if you're listening i'm not saying this that i believe this that this is true i'm saying that this is on the internet there's videos about it sean i'm not sure what kind of show he did or what conclusions they drew but i know he had he spoke to somebody on his show about it and and the thing was there was a guy called willie a native um i'm guessing we're talking indigenous indian uh, or inuit um yeah. up there as it was at british columbia so canada um and he was spying on this party and again i'm just paraphrasing it guys i i i see i read and watch so much i I can't remember it all, but, and he said that he saw the queen was making these children kiss her feet. Wonderful. And then 10, and what had happened is the queen and Prince Philip, again, folks, allegedly had rocked up at this orphanage without any guards or any bodyguards or anything, just the two of them and taken X amount of children away and this like i say this indigenous guy willie um spy was spying on them and saw saw them making the children kiss their feet and then 10 of those children were never seen again okay when it went when it went to court and i don't know the the authenticity of a of this international court i i don't you know, it sounds to me like if it won't go through the proper court, say they put it through this one and it ha- doesn't have any kind of yeah. weight behind it. Uh, but when it went through court and he was called as a witness, he died right. in the week, the week this Willie guy mysteriously died of a heart attack in the week leading up to it. I'll say mysteriously because that's quite a coincidence. Um, and then let's just go to the other side of the coin and 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 is that i don't get the whole second world war narrative rich because we've it rolls off our tongue and i've done it i've seen it in in videos that i've made where i've used the word nazi right as a negative you know as a, a obviously as a negative thing and um it I've subsequently learned that no, actually, Nancy was a term invented by the Allies. Okay. Um, that they weren't the they were called the National Socialist Party. Right. Yeah. And they believed. Um, again, I'm I'm just saying this off the top of my head, but they believed in sort of, you know, loving your country, and everyone takes an interest in 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 the country. It's not communism, and it's not. It's not sort of full-on socialism it's more that if that road needs bloody digging you and i we pick up a shovel and we just go out and do it because we love our country we don't need to get told or paid or whatever we this sort of thing and 
and that Adolf Hitler had taken his country from absolute abject poverty, where Germany was the cesspit of Europe, when other people from other nations, if they were, let's just say they were perverts, and they like to sleep with women with no legs while their children watched or some shit like that. They, they go to Germany because the people there were in, living in such poverty. They had to just do whatever they could to survive. Right. And you've got Adolf Hitler there who fought in the first world war. And while he was in the trenches and I've read, uh, I'm halfway through Mein Kampf and I have been for about three years now, because it's quite heavy reading. Well, it's not heavy, but it's, it's not the most interesting tone, put it that way. And he's there in the First World War in the trenches, watching the Germans absolutely fight their guts out, willing to you know, give the ultimate. And then that war was pulled from under their feet, that the, the folks back home were poisoned against the soldiers, a bit like the Vietnam scenario, except that in Vietnam, the enemy was, let's just say, concocted um and that you got hitler there that bought like had this massive grudge and 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 he saw what the power of organizations like the trade unions and what the grip that they could have he, he didn't like the freemasons because he believed um the uh should we say the to keep politically correct the international banksters that they controlled trade through masonry and through the trade union. So if you weren't a member of a trade union, um, so let's just say you're a tailor or a milliner or something, they'd get you through the masons then. You, you, you see, yep. they, 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 they were covering their bases. And um, so I think apparently he kept one lodge in Germany, one Masonic lodge, but that was the one that wasn't controlled by... Uh, the international elite, can we say? Um, and this is the thing, you know. He took that country from that abject poverty. He rebuilt it. And when you have see these speeches he gave, and they're translated in English, they're fucking. It's it's all the stuff that we'd be saying, Rich. Right? I'm just I'm only saying this, friends at home listening, just because it's fascinating. Mm -hmm. And then on top of that. There used to be some very interesting documentaries on the internet all about the Second World War narrative. And it used to just simply run the mathematics of, of some of the scenarios that we've been taught from school to just spout off verbatim without any kind of like analysis or questioning. But when you actually break it down, they don't. They just don't work. Yeah. Unless you're an absolute mentalist and you just want to believe something because you're stubborn or you're stupid. They just physically don't, they don't work out. Um, and so I guess what I'm trying to say is, is that I shy away now from using the word Nazis and also the old Hitler was a madman thing because I think, well, look, look what happened in New York and Washington 20 years ago. 
we were that's what our mainstream media fed us yeah you know everyone knows what i'm talking about they, they, they fed us that horse shit and expected us to believe it and let's be honest most people did off the back of it we've been in 20 years of illegal conflict mm. where we've absolutely decimated um two countries well two particular countries in the middle east right which the same people pushing that narrative as they're pushing the second world war one so what you want me to believe that one but but this one is clearly horseshit sorry mom i'm i'm not that shallow <laughs> you know I, I you you you've blotted your copy but you cried wolf you got caught out exposed at least by the 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 the, the more educated amongst or the more right brain thinkers amongst us and now i'm going to question all your narrative sorry especially when these videos that used to be around i'll, I'll talk to you more about this after which we can't say this on the you know the platforms that we operate on but they would just uh, they just put forward an absolutely convincing <laughs> argument that we've all been fucking lied to mate you know yeah and i was saying to my friend the other day Something happened late 1700s. Um, we had a cult, we had a common to get coming together of Bavarian Illuminati through Adam Weishart. We had Jacob Frank, Sabbatean Frankism from Sabotage Zevi, and we had the Rothschild family coming in at that point as well. And there was something in the late 1700s where it all came together three big powers, now, not just all of their families and their bloodlines, but I think anything before 1700s we could be questioned and it's just bollocks. I don't know, believe any of our history is true. I really don't. And I don't think we know where the hell we've come from. I feel like we're, we're, we're standing in the middle of, we're books standing up without any bookends all in the wind going, what the fuck? And there is a small group of people, this cult that do know where we come from and do know what is going on and do know what we're doing here. What the hell is going on here? Because we clearly live in a madhouse. I mean, I get to thought, think, are we dead? And this is the afterlife. And then we're like trying to get back to being alive again once we die. It's like, is the whole thing twisted and inverted? So this is, we've actually died. And then we come here and what, fuck, what are we doing here? It's the nut house. And then we go, we, we try and figure out how to get out of the nut house or do our best to try and make the nut house a bit better. Then clear off and go and be alive again. It's, there's something not, we're not being told what we are, who we are, where we come from, where we're going. We literally are completely and utterly in the dark here. And I think that's the biggest fear that everybody has is we don't know anything, anything. And, and, and I think you're right. And I think that's what we do. We question absolutely everything, every narrative, including the Hitler narrative, including the World War narrative. I mean, certain people well, think when... Hitler was a Rothschild. Certain people think that he's, he didn't die and he went off to Argentina and had children and we don't bloody know really. I mean, it's, it's, it's fascinating though, isn't it? It's fascinating because it's like, you can't pin it down ever. It is fascinating. For me, it's quite easy, Rich, to see when you're born, you're born left brain because it serves a purpose. You know, you, you demand food, you demand milk from your mum yeah, you 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 do you you demand that your daddy kills the bloody tigers and the bears, right? And how do you do it? You do it by screaming. You having this lovely, cute little face that that you know is it irresistible to love, and you scream when when you're uncomfortable, 
And what do your doting parents do? They come and look after you, right? Left brain. Do you have empathy? No. Do you do stuff for charity? Nah, nothing. Do you care about that baby over there who's screaming because they've got no money? Nah, you're, you're a complete freaking little sociopath, right? <laughs> yeah. You know, and, that, and that's cool. It's cool being a child. <laughs> yeah. As you, as you get older and you realize you're part of a clan and you've got a hunter-gatherer together and you've got to fend off, you know, whatever dangers together because that, like, that's your forte, that's your strength, right? You move to right brain, you know, you move, move to right brain way of thinking. Um, what this cult are very good at doing because they control everything We've seen that two companies own, own every, they've got controlling, the major controlling shares in every business on the stock market. We've seen that the international banking um, mafia control all, all the finance from when you're born until you die. We've seen that our passport is actually a stock or a share that's floated on the stock. You know, we're, we're just, we're, we're stock uh we've we we you know ha, we we've seen that all our media comes from hollywood or five particular companies that are all owned by the same people yeah um they completely control the narrative and one of the narratives of course they control is education yeah and the education we get sets us up to stay in that left brain baby thinking, right? Yeah. And it cuts us off from developing our right side of brain. This is why at school you get taught stuff like algebra, you know, if I've got two apples and you've got five apples, Rich, you know, what have you got? Well, you've got a situation where I have to punch you in the face and steal your five apples or some, some bullshit like that, wasn't it, right? What they don't teach you is actually be nice to Rich. It don't matter how many apples he's got. He's a nice guy and he's, he's, he's struggling through life just the same as we all are. And, and he, you know, that, that, that's a good thing to do. And like, don't worry about too much of the money stuff. It's just tokenistic. You just got to make sure your, your immediate needs are looked after. And if you can breathe and live and if, you've got, if you can see your next meal, that's all you really need. They don't teach you this stuff. You know, they teach you that you need bloody gold watches and five Mercedes and you need a house like Kim Kardashian. And if you haven't got it, you're a fucking loser. You yeah. are scum. If you haven't got 3000 people on Instagram, I'll pick that number. Cause that's what I've got rich. Right. <laughs> you know, you are nothing. You are yeah. a note. Right. And people do rich. They bought it. Do you know, I've gone for sponsorship with companies and their youngster who does their marketing because they're like 25 or something, which is to me as a kid, sorry, I mean that no disrespect, but, yeah, but, yeah, but I mean that as a, you know, as a compliment, but their, their kid marketer comes back, uh, you know, oh, sorry, we looked at your Insta and you, you, you had sub 5k. <laughs> it's like, that's how they, that's how they judge. Uh, um, so, great analogy chris i really love that analogy and i've never heard it put it that way before that you're born left brain and the yeah, cult is well, trying to keep you 
do you infantile yeah, yeah, you yeah, and yeah. keep you left brain what a great concept i've never heard it put that way oh, and everything so they do is to keep you childlike yeah and that just so makes so obvious. much sense as when you walk in the shop and people are wandering around with masks on like children and you're wandering yeah. around going and you think am i the only adult in here because I, I refuse to wear a mask i won't and i never will because it's fucking idiotic um because the evidence isn't there to prove that it's worthwhile because people aren't falling down in the street. And that's what I'd need to see for me to go. Yeah. I'm going to put straps on a gun to my face to keep myself safe. It's infantile. And that's what you're doing is that what you've just pointed out there. And it makes total sense to me is yeah. that part of 95% of the world population is still children and haven't matured into adulthood. And that's, and they're so easily manipulated with, but you're a conspiracy theorist. No, I'm just an adult. I've just grown up. Yeah, like children in the playground, mate. You're a conspiracy. Yeah. I heard I mean, it yesterday, the other day, on a wrestler's post, he had an injection, and he said, um, he said, help fight spreading COVID. And I was like, it doesn't. That's what I put. And I got loads of troll stuff. And they were putting, said conspiracy theorists in there with, with the um, MAGA lot and Trump, I was like, you do realise Trump wanted the vaccine. Like, you're literally confusing everything around in your head and fusing it all together. So you've told, called me conspiracy theorists not believing the, well, knowing that the vaccine gene therapy doesn't stop the spread, even though they'll tell you it doesn't stop the spread, just mitigates the symptoms, even if you believe they do anything other than turn you into some sort of transhumanist robot. But so you missed that bit of information out. And then you've lumped me in with the MAGA lot who support Trump, who actually supports a vaccine. So you've got all of this mixed out anyway in your, that's an angel, probably my point. My point is that you, you just there, you've just shoved a load of terms at children and they've just regurgitated it out on the playground. And we're like adults wandering around this lunatic playground going, I'm really trying to find some other adults to talk to here because there isn't many of us. And the children don't want to listen. They're stroppy kids. They want to get their jab and go on holiday and get back to how they were, which is never going to happen. It just, it is, it's, it's infantile. Yeah. It's how the game works, mate. And, and on top of that, you've got these narratives in life and these set narratives when you're left brain. So you're this, you know, child in the playground, you leap on those things because they, you know, it's like being a child, I guess. So there's certain things you learn and then you just cling to, even though you probably don't understand them. Yeah. Because maybe like you don't touch the hot fire because you're going to get, so maybe you don't understand why you're going to get, but you just, it's like you don't, you know. Whereas when you get right-brained, you're like, dude, the fire's not even fucking turned on. I can I can do what I like. Do you know what I mean? You, you, yeah, you, yeah. You, you, <laughs> It, it, there's some interesting thing there it's maybe to do with as well that an infant needs to be told what to do or it just has a very fixed sort of narrative you know set of narratives in 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 in, in life and when when you're kept in that left brain you're just you can't make sense of anything you don't have the the you know well you're giving up the biggest part of your brain the biggest part of your brain you're not using you're trying to get by. It's a bit like, you know, when an aeroplane's going to crash, it um, it doesn't get its power anymore from its engines because the engines have been switched off or, or whatever. This little propeller pops out the side of the aeroplane 
Yeah. And it provides them, it's got a little propeller on it and that provides emergency power just to keep all the electrics on. It's a bit, it's, it's sorry, that's probably a really bad analogy. No, but, and it's on one ring, one wing, know, so it just goes around in circles. Yeah, it, it's, <laughs> it, it's, it, anyway. That's it's, a, that's it's a great analogy, on. and I like that. And I just want to, before we wrap it up, to to move on from that, um, well, to to talk to, to to connect in with that. You talked about keeping people children, um, children. We go back to Satanism again, and this child abuse. This abuse keeps people trauma, keeps people locked in that, and it's trauma bonding. What's going on with with this situation is trauma, trauma based. It's keeping people young. So what does role in satanism does trauma place in keeping people in that left brain childlike way of conducting themselves and, and looking at the world well trauma never goes away rich right the trauma is always there you can't take it away by definition of fact it's already happened you can uh, ameliorate if that's the right word the the side effects of trauma that's your positive thinking. It's your breathe, breathe, breathe. It's your mindfulness or living in the moment, reminding yourself that an airplane is not going to drop out of the sky on my head now. It's just fucking not. Calm yourself down. You know, you're not going to get fired from your job right this second. Your, your front door's not going to come smashing in and, you know, a herd of fucking bastards are going <laughs> to chop your head it's it's like all the shit we worry about when it comes down to the moment it's yeah. not going to happen right that's your mindfulness right so you've got all these things techniques you can use to calm that underlying exact anxiety that childhood trauma produces you know when when you're a toddler and out of nowhere you suddenly get attacked whether that's physically, as in like someone beats the fuck out of you, right? And uh, or whether it's sexually, as in you're having this thing done to you that you just don't understand. You're too young to know what it's wrong. You're too young. How can you? You're fucking four years old for fuck's sake. Three, two. What you do is you internalize that fear, and you carry it for life. You carry that fear of not knowing what that something yeah you know and i recognize it because when i go into a fight which fortunately i'm 51 years old i is doesn't really happen these days maybe my life needs to be a bit more exciting but <laughs> but yeah well through my younger years fighting was something i that happened a lot and as I went into a fight, my body would attempt to shut down, Rich. My mind would attempt to shut down. And I'd get this feeling of almost like being incapacitated. And that was my childhood trauma, that programmed part of the brain, knowing that this horrible thing was coming again and that it was shutting me down so that I didn't have to deal with it. It was just wait, waiting, you know, to be, I don't even want to say, but, you know, for something really bad to happen to you. And it, it, it had already begun to block it, block it out. 
to switch off so you don't have to experience that this is the key to understanding i think a lot of what's what we're seeing going on not not all of it by any means but there's certainly the mk ultra stuff certainly the childhood celebrities that then go on to just be mega illuminati frontmen or yeah sabbatean frontmen or cultists or satanist or 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 or, 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 or it's 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 when that part of the brain is controlled um and yeah there's that but i mean trauma in general is an interesting thing to look at because we now live in a society as we've just seen that it is a fear-based society the movers and shakers up there the, the fucking idiots sociopaths as i call them they use fear that's their main and they they frighten you from birth so now you know we, we got children going around believing this narrative totally afraid of being near another person let's say um it's fear-based it's all fear-based you've got all the beauty magazine <coughs> crap that's now thrust on children's get little girls when they're four years old they're already from the age of zero so when they come out the womb clad in pink yeah right if you're listening to me now and you're going with what the fuck does that matter chris and it's just go back to sleep right you know you're you're brainwashing the most important person you in your life your child from before they're old enough to think that they're pigeonholed into bar barbie pink right and people can't see that the, the, the wrongness in this you know, they grow up as my little princess, don't they? <clears throat> Again, then yeah. by the time by the time they're four, they're getting fed the beauty narrative. You've got to look like this. You've got to have yeah. the plastic tits. You've got to have the silly lips that make you look like a duck. You've got to have the insta. You know, you've got to be getting basically as much much of your booty out as is legal on Instagram to be accepted. And and it's it's a perverted satanic fear-based narrative isn't it now you've got rational what should be rational adults should be making good decisions for their tribe and their offspring and and this no all that's gone now you just got a bunch of wallies mate yeah adults now are wallies i'm sorry to say it well this is the thing is that a lot of adults are still children and, and yeah. that's that's the problem that's what we're coming back to is that they've been tra- traumatized themselves and they haven't gone it they've stayed in the left brain childhood part of their brain oh just just last question to finish this off then is it i mean i i was brought up in a in quite a um violent household um as well um not to me but uh, the the atmosphere um also i was a very ill child in and out great ormond street i've got all sorts of trauma through the years obviously a lot of people go through substance abuse and and trying to try to rectify it i know like and you've talked about stuff in your book as well guys so Honestly, get Chris's book. It's a fantastic book as well. And that's just one of the many he's written. Um, how do people like us and the millions of people around or billions of people who have gone through trauma as a childhood but actually have gone into adulthood to accept this world and this sort of stuff is that this is happening? How have we kind of gone into the right brain when really we probably should have been wedged into our left brain for a long time? There was a point where something changed. What what is it that that separates us from people that are looking at this and going, yeah, I'll get my experimental MNR vaccine and just don't really care. Don't want to know what, what happened. 
because I can't figure out why I ended up doing what I'm doing and why people like you end up you're doing. There's decisions made, but there's a process. You, you got your thoughts on that? Mate, I think about that all day long, every single day of my life. And whenever I chat to a fellow enlightened person like yourself, it's the first question I ask. Why is it we see all this? Yeah. Why is it the people that have been through extreme trauma by extreme, you know, anything that happens to you by definition as a child is pretty fucking extreme, right? Why is it that we can see all this and yet I know next time they do the that that thing, I know everyone in my street will be outside <laughs> doing it. Yeah. Right? So here's my thoughts on it. I won't pretend I'm an expert, but you... When you grow up without that love in your life, you're desperately looking for it. So for me, if the football got stuck up the tree at school, guess who's the guy that goes and gets the football down? It was Thrawley, always Thrawley, you know? The yeah. football went into the river. Who'd take their shoes and socks off and wade out? It's, it's you know, I used to get clipped around the head so much by my mum when she found out from other people what I've been doing that day, right? But I was desperate for attention. I mean, I didn't know I was desperate. I didn't do these things thinking, right, I'm going to get... It, it was, it's just like it's in you, right? Yeah. And as I got older, that, that desperate need to fill a gap that I didn't even understand took the form of substance misuse. And that was my, oh, right, I found this is my horse now. I'm going to ride this fucker to... And I knew it, mate. You read my... My first memoir, Eating Smoke, I tell you, I knew I had a problem with crystal meth. This first time I tried it, I knew it. I'm not stupid. Okay, I was in <laughs> denial of, of just how deep I was going to go. But first time I tried it, I thought, this might kill me. This might kill me. This is going to be a fucking long road. But grow a pair of fucking bollocks, Chris, and just travel down it. And that, that was my, that was my mant mantra, you know? Man up, fucking, who, who gives a fuck? Who said life's supposed to be easy? Just just get on with it, right? And that's what, I, but here's the thing, is by having this questioning personality, I gradually scraped together over the course of what, what was 40, 30, 37 years, I think it took me to become in what I call enlightened. By scraping these answers together, it set it finally set me free to a de to a degree. By the time I was about 37, and and I'm working on it all the time, Rich. You know, I get better at it all the time. I learn stuff, and I reject stuff blah blah, blah 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 but one of the things i learned is to keep chasing my ego to keep trying to be that little boy at school that's running for the you know climbing up the tree to get the football we when i grew up mate in the village i grew up in cornwall there's a bridge a big big bridge and it's high when you're a kid it's even higher right and the legend at it, there was one person in the village that had jumped off it, just one. It was like an urban myth. No one actually knew whether he did or not. And one day, someone turned to me and ha, that bridge, you know, no one's ever jumped off. And I just went, I'll do it. 
I'll do it tonight. That was it. I went down to that bridge and all the clan, they all followed me down there and they were like, oh, he's not going to do it. He's not going to do it. And fucking, it, 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 it's almost like the stuff of legends. Yeah. Right? That, anyway, what I learned through my enlightenment, Rich, is like, you don't need to live in that ego. You don't need to be proving yourself to anybody. It's, it's no point. It doesn't achieve anything. Yeah, you no matter how many times need... you jump off that bridge, it'll never be good enough. Yeah, you're never still going to be that traumatised child. and yeah. you, It's going to be with you for life. So there's better ways, there's healthier ways to cope with it. And all the time you let your ego lead you, you're, you're going through life kind of like upsetting people. You're going through life damaging your body because you're not fueling it with the right things or you're, you're taking, you're supercharging it with the wrong things. And you're just not going to see the truth in life. And the truth in life is you have to travel around the world all the amount of times that I've done to realize you never needed to leave home. <laughs> that's, that's the bitter irony of it. You never needed to leave. Your, your paradise is it's in it. You had it all along. Wizard of us. So going back to the cult thing, is they clear, you know, I, I've, you know, let's be honest, I've spoken to some high level performers, people that you and I, when we were kids, would have thought have everything. They're, they're the fucking, right? When you, when you know these people personally, you know, and you're in a Zoom chat with them and they're popping fucking pills, telling you how unhappy they are and 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 you say listen i i can help you this is what i do i know why you're unhappy i i can i'll fucking write write it down there show you and you'll go oh yeah you know me better than i know my yeah i do i do because i've been i've had to go through what you're going through to still be alive today and be the happiest person i know do they want that help no. And if we can answer why they reject it, that's probably the answer to the question you were asking me, Rich, you know? Is it because, like, they're in their own world of chaos and pain, but it's their world, you know? And it's a safe world because they understand they know what it's like to buy every single newspaper in the morning or at least go on, you go online these days to see if they're in the headlines. What, what are they saying about me? You know, and we don't kind of get it because I've said, to, I've said to people like this in the past, listen, sons, you know, I've been approached by a newspaper and they want me to like speak about you and I don't do that. I'm coming to you to say, do you, do you want me to do this? Or, or, or they're like, oh, the fucking bastards, Chris. They are fucking evil, mate. They are evil. Yeah, if you wouldn't mind, if you could. <laughs> right? it, it's a game, you know? Yeah. This desperate wanting to be loved still. And, and that's it. And I'm, you know, uh, when you say to people, when you when you speak to some of these individuals, and I'm trying to be diplomatic here, and, and I don't mean this to offend anybody, and I'm not, 
and I don't do dish in the dirt or anything like that, obviously, but you know, we have to understand that a lot of them, they still think they're in their glory days, Rich. Yeah. They still haven't kind of clicked that as you get older, you're not as popular as you're going to be when you, you know, you're 25 and you've got a granite jaw or a pair of tits, you're starting to get a bit flabby and a bit grey. And the kids, they, you know, not really that interested. And my thing to them is, gosh, can you not see how beautiful you are now? Because people like me, I want to listen to you. I don't want the kids stuff. That is so special that you've touched my life so much that I, I fucking love, I love it that you're my friend. Yeah. You know, I love, it's just great, but you can't see it. You still are falling for the lie and trying to chase something that's fucking gone years ago. And, and this is, this is where we're at, mate. I, I, does that make sense? It makes all sense. They're still in the, in that childlike stage and that through trauma, the trauma of needing other people's validation is still there. Yes. Yes. Chris, this has been amazing. Um, um, absolutely fantastic where can people find your, your podcast you've got your jo- your um, hoodie go, on folks. there actually you're just better to type Chris Thrall into YouTube can't even say my name Chris Thrall into <laughs> YouTube um, or your iTunes or whatever whatever, whatever way you like to listen to your podcasts and, or just type me into a search engine and I will all my efforts over the years will mean I come up on that first page hopefully the all-important first page <laughs> well chris thank um, you for your time mate I'll, what i'll do is i'll pop all the links below guys and and go listen to our previous chats together as well we've had some great chats with these i think this is one of the best ones we have had especially with the analogies of what we're coming up with um chris thank you for your time really lovely chat to you as ever mate rich it's absolutely my pleasure as i said at the beginning it's uh, you're 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 one of the good guys and i I feel so lucky in my life that I know people like you, you know, no, I'm being serious because let's be honest, when you put yourself out there, there's a good amount of people just want to attack you, isn't it? And and it's (laughs) cool. It's cool. And why is it cool? It's cool because I know rich, so I don't really, you know, I don't have to focus and it's nice to have got to this stage of my life and to now know such wonderful people. It really like means it means a lot to me, mate. You know. Yeah, it, it does. does to me, and and I loved. We'll do loads of work in the future as well. There's some projects I want to run past you. So, guys, thank you. I'll put all the links below to Chris's podcast. Hope you enjoyed. Please comment below um, and chat to us about anything that you you want to talk about, especially about the, the, the analogy of the stuck in childhood and your experiences of what's going on right now, because we all need to share them and laugh at them because it's mad. But you're also not the only mad. You're not the only people that are not mad out there. There's a bunch of adults wandering around in this loony bin and child's playground trying to get through and, and um, we'll get there. We are getting there, wherever there is. Take care, guys. Thank you. I'm unapologetically fly. I don't wonder why. That's just my attitude.